Welcome to The Grange Point, where we hang out and talk about the latest news in science technology and how they relate to your everyday life. This podcast is brought to you by the Young Scientists of Australia. We're a youth organisation aged 15 to 25 whose work is to promote science to the youth of Australia. On this week's episode, we have Jess, Lauren, Lucy, Tess and Justin. In part one of our two-part special on cloning, we get into the history of cloning, what is possible with cloning at the moment, and we also explore some of the ways we tackle the ethical issues about cloning in fiction and popular culture by analysing how cloning appears in a sci-fi show of Orphan Black. And now we launch into our Launchpad News segment. So just what is cloning? In biology, we use cloning to refer to an object, such as a DNA molecule, a cell, a bacteria, or amoeba, or even a whole organism, such as a sheep that is genetically identical to another one. Um, By this definition, you know, identical twins are natural clones. But we can also say, okay, well, how do we actually make a clone in in some type of design setting as opposed to just relying on the random chance from um, biology? And so when we talk about whole organisms, we tend to, like, limit it out and say that, okay, cloning actually refers to an instance where we've made a complete copy through non-sexual means. So it's not relying on sexual reproduction to produce two identical things. It's basically using some sort of lab setting to produce two identical genetic things. Now, we do this uh, a lot of the time in labs, not for huge animals, but uh, on, a, on, a, on a lower level, uh, for gene fragments, DNA, and molecules or cells. We actually replicate, replicate these a lot using cloning, for want of a better word, because it's useful to test things in a really controlled manner. So cloning is actually done a fair amount, but big level cloning of whole organisms isn't really something that we do a lot of. Plant cloning is something we have known about and worked on for years. In fact, the whole beginnings of cloning really began in understanding plants. Cloning of plants through taking a cutting from a plant and then replanting it has been basically how we domestic, um, how we developed agriculture and flowers and certain breeds of flowers and things like that. Um, and we've, we've experimented with cloning in plants for a long time. Uh, in the 1800s, we, we started to experiment with single cells and whether or not we could replicate and clone single cells. And in the 1950s, we, we got a bit more advanced and we were actually able to grow a complete carrot from um, basically from a carrot root cell. We basically transposed it and, and seemed we could replicate exactly the same carrot. And we've done that uh, in the 1950s. Then we then took this another step further um, and we've experimented with different types of organisms. Um, 1979, some people had claimed to have cloned and made genetically identical three mice. Um, the most famous next point was um, in probably 1986, where they attempted to, to clone a cow um, using different one we called embryos and basically try to replicate the same thing from that. The first major successful cloning experiment um, was Dolly the sheep, um, which is... Yeah, you know, you, the one you probably would have heard of, and this occurred in 96, 97. Uh, and what we did with Dolly was we the first time we'd cloned an animal from adult cells rather than embryonic cells, um, which is a big difference from just saying, well, let's just take the, the base level cell and make a copy of that for something really simple. Um, we made Dolly um, from an adult clone cell, and which is, you know, the big next step. And what we actually did find is that, you know, Dolly was able to have three lamps, and we could actually show that there was a stable technique. So we've experimented a lot with animal cloning, and it's something we've, we've, we've looked at, but it's not something we're a lot of experience with and moving forward. We've sort of got to a good point with animal cloning. Um, Dolly lived a reasonably long and successful life as a sheep, and there wasn't any real subsequent effects from that genetic replication of, of, of an animal. 
The next obvious implication is then we go, why don't you do the same thing for humans? And there's a lot of challenges, both ethically and morally, um, as well as scientifically, for doing that. Um, so the, mapping the human genome is a project that's underway to try and understand the role of each of our genes and a number of other things. is something that is discussed, but it's very controversial. Um, in most actual countries, they have passed explicitly laws to ban human cloning. Um, now, there are real two types of cloning, therapeutic cloning and reproductive cloning. So basically, therapeutic cloning are where we, we regrow not, say, new humans, but we regrow specific organs based on the person's original cells. So that way we can regrow, say, if you have a liver cancer, you can regrow your liver based on your own liver cells rather than relying on someone else's, which means that you wouldn't reject that organ. And that would be really, really beneficial. Um, there are some ethical issues around regrowing specific organs, but it can be done in a lab setting. It's not in medical practice anywhere of the world at the moment, though. Another way in which we could do this, uh, which is therapeutic, therapeutic cloning, often relies on stem cells. Now, reproductive cloning, that's one where you make an entire cloned person as opposed to just specific cells or tissues. And that is very much not in practice anywhere and not really very heavily researched. So taking Australia as an example, Australia has banned their, um, human cloning, but as of December 2006, we had a law in place which actually legalizes therapeutic cloning for specific cells. So this is the creation of um, basically what we call stem cell research, and that is legal in Australia. And so it's now um, and research is that being so research in that is now being done in Australia, and that's similar to Canada, the European Union, and a few other places. In the UK, um, they also have a similar law in place to allow them to undertake therapeutic cloning for research purposes. And 2004, one of the first places in the UK to do that, actually use that to investigate treatments for diabetes, Parkinson's and Alzheimer's um, to by examining whether or not stem cells could be beneficial for that. So that's where we stand with cloning at the moment. Mostly the cloning that we use is either for reproducing cells um, in a lab or small organisms in a lab um, that we can use for studies and analysis, particularly around developing new medicine. Um, but also we have got to the point where we're researching therapeutic cloning, which is basically stem cell research, into ways we could make beneficial things, uh, organs, skin, tissue, regrow them from our own DNA to actually help other people, uh, help ourselves recover from something. Reproductive cloning, the full reproduction of another person based on your own DNA, so a clone of you, a copy of you, that isn't really feasible at the moment. Also, it is very illegal in most countries. Alright, so so I think you're going to have to explain. What, for Jess and myself, who have a passing familiarity with Orphan Black, what is Orphan Black and what is its basic premise? Okay, so Orphan Black is a sci-fi app. It's an urban sci-fi. In the same way something is an urban fantasy. So the show's about um, a bunch of people who figure out that they're actually clones. They're, they're identical to each other. And they're all played by this really amazing actress called Tatiana Mansley or Mass. That she she's brilliant and plays all the clones like perfectly. And you can even tell when it's clones pretending to be other clones how she plays them. She's a phenomenal actress. Is the upshot of all this. But anyway, they figure out that they're clones and then 
Conspiracy shenanigans. Because they learns what the hell. <laughs> How did this happen? Why does this exist? Also, there seem to be people working against them figuring out that they're clones, and some of the clones seem to be dying. Okay. Some are dying of some mysterious illness, a la the clone, the clone illness, and some are dying because they're being murdered. Oh, all right. And that's where we start. Okay. So the the clones, how different are they? You mentioned that the actress is playing different clones. Is that because she's like they 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 does it get does that get into the nature versus nurture thing with clones? Oh, definitely. Um, like. Three quarters of the show is nature versus nurture in terms of the clones. Spoilers for season one of yeah. All from Black. It's been out for like three years now. So. Yeah, I think we're at, we're past the statute of limitations <laughs> really? for spoilers. So we're good. Um, it turns out that two of the clones are in fact uh, identical twins. So the clones themselves are um, essentially. It was artificial implantation of eggs into do- donor parents into who didn't donor. know that they were clones. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what all of them. But it turns out that the the main character and one of the other clones are in fact identical twins, which wasn't meant to happen. As in, one of the eggs split into created yeah. like created two different eggs. So rather than just all identical as they were, this one was actually. It became identical. This was a natural, like, obviously identical twins are essentially natural clones. Mm-hmm. But what's really funny about this clone, um, these two main clones that are different from the other clones, is the fact that um, the main character has a has a child, like their genetic child. Right. So. So all the clones are infertile. Oh, okay. Besides this clone, all the clones are infertile. Right. Um. So we have so we took. To, Sum up for a second. We've got clones who are genetically identical, mm-hmm. who are through insemination processes in host parents. Um, there are some who are twin insemination, so that's how you know they're identical twins. No, 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 no. So um, there's a, the identical twins happen naturally. So okay. they implant a single egg, and, and then the, the, the process the, which you end up with twins in happens. Yeah. So a single a single embryo turns into. It turns into two children. Yeah, it's really I'm hard because you have to be like twins versus clones, or what is going on here? Which is not meant to happen, and that's the kind of the plot point of the show centers around this one clone that wasn't meant to exist. Yeah, and then plus the one who's also fertile. So she's the same, oh, she's, same oh, character. she's the same character, right? So the 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 natural twin of one of the clones is the one who can have a kid. And, and so you're exploring the, the the show explores not only like. The ethics of cloning, which is a huge part of the show, because um, these these women meeting each other is just you know obviously it's it's crazy as like an insane situation to be in. Also, they're all really different. Like as in, um, the main girl is English, British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, some of the some of the clones are European, and some of them are American. So they spread like out all across the world. Um, that was implanted artificially into all these different host parents. Mm-hmm. Where did that egg come from? We don't know we yet. Don't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, that's a very good question. <laughs> we really like to know because that would explain several things. And, yes. and, and just to come back to some of the cloning methods. You have many different types of methods, and is this a copy of an existing 
Peck, or is it one of a, like a clone of a person who's already alive? We don't know. We don't know. There's a lot of theories behind that. Some of them think that maybe they were cloned from this one specific person who was involved in the like science behind it. Yeah. Or maybe it was, for example, that that person's children. Like they, for example, like maybe it was their egg that was just cloned mm. to create like versions of like their children or whatever. And is there any genetic engineering done on them to improve any traits, or is it just copy? Uh, the genetic engineering that's done is to make them infertile. So okay. they're genetically engineered the... to not reproduce. Right. It's part of the experiment. A lot okay. of the first season is then trying to figure out um, what's wrong with them, like why they can't have children. This one person can. They're like, what did you guys screw up? Like when they're trying to find the people who created them, they kind of be like, why? Did, how did you guys screw up that we can't have children? Were they the one that was supposed to? Mm. Then you find out actually no, they're all engineered to be infertile, like you do with when you clone some things or. Isn't there something about, like, when you genetically engineer things, sometimes if they're alive, you create them so they're infertile, so they can't reproduce and you can't lose track of them, or something like that? No, you can do that. We, we kind of have that with the hybriding process anyway. For example, a mule is infertile because of the breeding process, which is old-school genetic engineering at its finest, but, yeah. like, we've approximated it with really slow lead times. Um, but the same thing, principles there. The, the modification itself... If you make that kind of modification, you don't want to have them reproduce. Another reason is that um, you, if you're drawing a controlled experiment, you want to limit any factors that would influence the experiment. So obviously, yep. reproducing is one of those factors, I would imagine. Yes, although um, the way that the kind of the way the experiment is set up is each clone has a person in their life that is their like their their monitor. Yeah, um, and. They don't know who that is, obviously. Um, but it means that clones, essentially, the, all, all of the women have essentially gone about very different life paths, but all essentially natural life paths going from, you know, their parents to stuff happened. And some of it was the people controlling the experiment, but most of it was just them making choices. Except for the one clone who knew they were a clone growing up. Oh, who works for the yeah. company controlling the thing yeah. and was raised by the two people who started the experiment. This has been the Young Scientists of Australia's podcast, The Grange Point. So we covered the history of cloning, the differences between therapeutic and reproductive cloning. We also talked about Orphan Black and what it has to teach us about some of the ethics of cloning. Next week, we'll be continuing our discussion on popular culture and cloning and tackle other shows where they introduce cloning and what it could mean for the ethics. Our ending theme was composed by Audio and Head to ysa.org.au for more information about the Young Scientists of Australia.